the bat, I got to put this out there. Support for the Tomahawk is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SHYTOMAHAWK at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. So you can do the math if you need. I think I did it right. The Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and man, that's a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find your lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop remover reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Now, personally, I used the boxer briefs the other day uh, on a run, and they worked pretty well, uh, to be honest with you. And it's kind of funny. Um, my nose hairs and my ear, I've been getting some ear hairs. My wife's been giving me a hard time about it. I just noticed that I'm turning into an old man and this thing came in right in time and it's, it's pretty awesome. So first off the lawnmower 4.0 is the trimmer and it's the future of grooming and uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. Dare I even say the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight you need for more precise shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. You thought that was good, but want to take advantage of your, your grooming game even further to the or take it to the next level, the Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, tugs, and those delicate nose holes. Now, I used it, and I'm telling you, it works great. Um, don't have any nose hairs uh, popping out. The crop reserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner ball toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will thank you. It's really kind of funny because I never thought I would use something like that, but I just tried it out and I think that it's actually pretty funny and pretty cool at the same time, but I I can't help but laugh. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped boxers and the shed travel shed travel bag. Bring your comfort and box to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com to get 20% off free shipping with Shy Tomahawk. That's 20% and free shipping with the code Shy Tomahawk at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got my line mate Matt with me. And today we're going to go over the closing of the second round of the playoffs and it just seems like uh, this one's this round seemed to have lasted a little longer than I thought it was, and, but the games have been really good. The namely, it seems that Carolina wants to go win the cup without <laughs> winning a road game. At least they're trying to. They play New York tonight, Game Seven. Matt, how do you see how do you see this shaking up? Do you think New York's going to play spoiler here and 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 ruin it for the uh, for the Hurricanes, or do you think the Hurricanes are going to lock it up? Well, I like to give myself a little credit because I said the first team to win away will win the uh, series. And uh, you know what, man? Ranta didn't have a good game. The uh, Game 6, he got pulled early. Uh, I, I know Carolina's record is amazing at home. They're undefeated, but uh, 
I don't know. It's something about New York. I think that they're just, they've been fighting back. Last series, they came back from 3-1, I think, and ended up winning. So I think it's going to come down to goaltending tonight. I think Shesterkin is going to be the better guy in net, who's, who's ever in net against Car- uh, Carolina. But uh, I think New York can probably steal this series. Wow. You know what? Um, it's crazy, man. The New York just does not want to die. They refuse to die. And I give them a lot of credit for that. Uh, these guys are, uh, are a feisty group that are really trying to scrap their way to a, to a cup. And, you know, you, you have to have that in a team to make it that far. Um, I'm good. I'm just going to go on the opposite side of the coin. I'm going to say Carolina. I think that, you know, they might find some offense tonight and, um, and might, and, and Shesterkin might not be up to the task. So I'm just going to go on the opposite side of that coin. Uh, but if they do, you know, it's going to be, um, it's going to be interesting. Actually, I don't think it will be interesting. <laughs> I don't it's think it's going to be boring. I, yeah, be it boring is. I, I don't yeah. see, um, I don't see New York and I don't see Carolina giving Tampa a hard time in the Western Conference Finals. I think it's going to be just a formality that either of these teams, either either of these teams, you know, they make it that far. But um, I, I honestly think, man, that that uh, t- Tampa Bay, they're just too tough. Doesn't matter where they are, they'll win on the road. They'll they'll win at home. It doesn't matter. And I just don't think either of these teams are are up to the task against uh, Tampa. It's going to be very tough next round for either team. I'm just, it kind of sucks that we didn't get to see Freddie Anderson. Yeah. This playoff. I, I didn't realize that injury was this bad. Yeah. I mean, it's been like a while. Yeah, it has. And uh, it, it would have been a little bit different, I think, for this series if uh, they, they, they thought he was going to come back. And I guess it's still not good enough. But yeah, I, I think that Freddie alone could have made the difference in this series for him. I have nothing against Ranta. He's been very good. He could be very good tonight, but I think uh, Anderson and him are a little uh, bit different, though. Freddie's a way better goalie. He's playing against a really tough Rangers team, though, too. Yeah, like you said, they're feisty, man. They don't uh, they don't quit. They don't quit. They're coming at them, and uh, they've been down before, and they've come back. So I think I, most I honestly important- didn't think they'd get out of the first the first round of the playoffs this year. And New York proved me wrong. Yeah, they did. Uh, me too. Uh, you know, it just seems like they're they're able to find goals when they really need them, and yeah. and, that, and that's another trait that you need to uh, to win a cup, which is uh, which is interesting. So. I want to talk about the upcoming matchup with the Western Conference Finals between Edmonton. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about Edmonton and Colorado because we didn't cover that last game, Matt. Um, oh, Calgary, you mean? Calgary, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Calgary, um, I'm kind of disappointed, man. I, I kind of feel that, you know, to, to Connor McDavid's credit, he has been a, a man on a mission, and Leon Dreisaitl has been quietly um, a you know, a top performer for the team, but Calgary up and down has a really well built team and they could not solve this Edmonton issue. Um, Do you think that they underperformed in this series, Matt? Yeah, I think uh, game one, the flames, if they would have continued to play like they did feisty, um, just mean getting in their faces, scoring goals, running up the score at times, they, they would have won. But uh, they gave McDavid too much time and space. And you got to give Evander Kane credit because that guy has turned it up too. I mean, he's scoring a lot of goals. And Mike Smith, you know, he he's Mike Smith. He's 
some some days he lets up a goal from 150 feet, and then he'll have a good shutout game in the next game. So, I mean, the next round against Colorado, I don't think you're going to get away with uh, inconsistency. You need to be on top of your game, Mike Smith-wise. But yeah, I'm I'm disappointed, very disappointed in Calgary. I kind of jumped on that wagon. I was hoping they would come out of the West for sure. But uh, yeah, and, and I've been seeing a lot of Daryl Sutter's t- getting a lot of blame for this, which is absolutely unfair. I thought he was probably the best coach all season, one of them. Uh, just the, the top guns didn't show up. Johnny Hockey didn't show up. Uh, even Jacob Marshall Manette wasn't anything special. He, yeah. he didn't steal any games. And um, Matthew Kachuk looked great game one. I was pumped. I was excited to watch this guy go at it with Evander Kane after game one. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good war, man gonna be like drew dowdy part two and there was nothing nothing <laughs> i know they, they got away from it so i and know it, mcdavid he he turned it up he's on like a gretzky like uh little streak right now and he uh, hasn't looked back so disappointing but uh good for the oilers because i i mean i didn't have him coming out of the first round yeah i didn't either you know i i think markstrom man i was really disappointed with him i thought that he was going to be tougher to play against than he wasn't i was really surprised to be honest with you yeah, I top three, right? Vezina yeah. finalist. Uh, yeah. Lots of shutouts this year, nine yeah. shutouts. And yeah, man, he wasn't anything special. So looking at a maybe regular goalie and nothing really elite. You know, you could tell the elites now are, you know, uh, Vasilevsky and even Shesterkin. Those guys are winning games for their teams when they don't show up. And he hasn't, he didn't really steal one for them. Yeah, he didn't. That probably could have helped, you know, at least one game. Yeah, it took him to a seven, possibly. Inst- you yeah, know? instead of yeah. being down three to one, you're down three to two, you know, instead of two to one, two to two, even better, you know? Yeah. All right. So Edmonton and Colorado. Hmm. This is what everyone's been waiting for McKinnon versus McDavid. It took these guys a long time to finally meet in the playoffs because they haven't been able to put it together up until practically being in the league for 10 years but here we are i'm really excited for this um i don't think it's going to be the this dynamite matchup that everybody's looking for colorado is a is a is a um calgary team on steroids and i think that kale mccarr could be an x factor in this game for uh, for colorado I'm sorry, in this series for colorado uh, mckinnon he's practically willing his team um you know, game in and game out. He's playing fantastic. Um, but I don't think that Edmonton has what it takes to take out this Colorado team. Now, obviously, I could be wrong. I've been wrong already in this in this playoffs. Colorado can absolutely shit the bed in this series and send Edmonton to the, to the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. But looking at their performance in versus a very tough blues team, I want to say that they've shaken this, um, this monkey off their back that they've had maybe the past couple years in the playoffs from underperforming. And I think that uh, everything's firing on all cylinders now and Colorado is going to be a tough team to beat. How do you see this series going down, Matt? Yeah, both, uh, both teams. I did not expect to, to make it this far and they, they have, I uh, I, I think this is going to be a high-scoring series. I don't think it's going to be a boring Carolina-New York-like series where it's 2-1, 2-0, just close games. I think it's going to be blowouts. And I think Colorado's going to be on the other end of it because they, the Avs got 
I'm sorry, Edmonton is going to be on the bad end of it, but Colorado's got so much scoring depth. Their defense is good. Kale McCarr is a fourth forward, pretty much. He could, you know, control the whole pace of the game. I think Darcy Kemper has proved a lot of people wrong, including myself. I didn't think he would, you know, have the experience, yeah, you know, to get through, get out of these rounds, but he's got a great team in front of him. And I'm, if I'm picking a goalie, I'm picking Kemper over Mike Smith uh, 10 times out of 10. So I, I think that. I, I think, honestly, it could go. I got Colorado in five. I'd say Kemper has probably surprised a lot of people because, if anything, he's been playing up to the ability of his team. Yeah, he's he's proven he's a big part of the team. And, you know, there's games where they need him to be good, and he's, he's good. And, uh, you know, St. Louis is a good team, very experienced, and he looked good against them. I know he was injured a couple times, but... He's been he's been solid, and that's all they can ask from him. Like a like an anti Niemi type of thing, you know. Just be better than the other goalie. We'll take care of the rest type of thing. Right. And even Kaner has uh, Patrick Kaner has been, you know, he compared the Hawks to that this Avalanche team. I know after games we played him, he'd be like, "Oh man, these guys remind me of the 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 past Blackhawks. How they move the puck, run and gun. It's just a fun style of hockey." And I I do see a lot of the Blackhawks in them. There there's they got their stars on in the. Uh, and the in the offense, they got some great defensive guys like uh, you know Keith and like to to Makar, and they got that Taves like to Seabrook. There's so many comparisons, but yeah, I think it can go. I think it's going to go five. Colorado's just going to blow them out of the water. It's going to okay. come down to goaltending, and Kemper's going to be better than Smith. Yeah, I think I'll go five as well. Uh, that seems like a really, I think, a safe bet. That I think that Edmonton can sneak one out of them, maybe like an OT surprise win or it, something it like that. It could be the first game. I think they could uh, just shock Colorado a little bit. Like, whoa, these guys aren't as bad as we thought. And then Colorado's yeah. going to find their game and just be like, okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah, I think Edmonton, I think their depth is going to hurt them. Yeah, overall, I, I agree with that statement. Well, cool, man. Did you hear that? Uh, Jason Spezza retired, and he joined the Toronto front office. Yeah, I think that's a great move for Toronto. I know he, he uh, when I think of Spezza, man, I think of the Ottawa days, him, Alfredson, and Danny Healy just destroying oh, yeah. everybody. I know he jumped around a little bit, but he the last couple seasons, he was kind of chasing that cup with uh, the Leafs, and he uh, fan-favored over there, man. And, and I know he was big in the locker room. I know all the guys loved him, and... Hopefully he uh, he can help that team get over the hump and get a cup. Johnny Goudreau wants to remain with the Flames. How would you, if you're in the front office? How would you feel about that? Well, this is tough because he, I think he's at an age. I believe he's what thirty two or thirty now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, he's twenty nine. Let so, me look it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's 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 going to be turning twenty nine. Uh. You know, you don't want to give him a max deal because obviously the player he's going to decline. You know, over his after his thirties, his late mid thirties, maybe. But I, you know, he kind of is like a Patrick Kane. He, he's he doesn't get hurt that much. He uh, he's very consistent. This was his best year. You know, I think he got a hundred something points, hundred fifteen points this year. He was really good. I, I just don't know if. Uh, I don't know if Calgary is going to be able to afford him because I'm hearing he wants a lot of money, at least uh, at least double digits. I, I think he can really. Get, I think he's going to get eleven to twelve, and I've obviously he's got the Philly roots, and um, I've been hearing a lot him going to Philly, even even New Jersey. I've heard that they're kind of going to 
make a push to get him and you know it, it, jack hughes and a johnny hockey on a team you know that could be that could be something scary in a couple of years when uh jack hughes is kind of getting into his prime but i don't know if it's the right move for calgary if he's going to be asking for a lot of money i mean they got to pay kachuk who's younger i think they got to pay these other guys that are you know are performing really well and it's a tough one i know his, his heart's with the flames he's been there for a while but you know, it's it, it's a tough one. I'd love to see him stay with the Flames, but I don't think they should pay him all this money and all this term because uh, it's just a weird age. You know, he's right on 30. It's not like he's 25 years old, obviously. Yeah. You want to give him like an eight-year deal, like, well, let's lock this guy up and he's good to go. But it's just, you know, he's he's going to cash in with somebody. So I, I just don't know if it's going to be with the Flames. I wouldn't pay $12 million for Johnny Hockey, man. There's no way. Well, I wouldn't pay 10 million. He's going to ride off this last year, man. He's going to he's going to be like, "Hey, I just put up 40 goals, 115 points, man. I I was one of the best players in the league. I, I want to get paid." I was like, "Yeah, dude, but look at the rest of your career. Look at the 10 other seasons you got here, man." Let's yeah, look well, let's take a look at his statistics. That's what I Let me let me check this out. Hold on a second. Down the year before even worse. 2018 he almost had 100 points, so he had, a, he had a rough two years, but that could have been with all this COVID junk, and you know, you just, you just don't know. Yeah. I think someone's going to pay. It's going to be either Philly, it's going to be Jersey, or maybe they'll they'll work a, a decent deal out with the Flames to keep him. Obviously, he's saying he wants to stay, but, you know, he he's not going to not say that. Like, no, I'm out of here. See you later. They just had a great, great season with him, and, you know, all the fans, he's a fan favorite. I just will... Let me see here. These are his point totals from 2021 to 2022, 115 points this past season, 49 points last season, 58 the year before, 99 the year before that, 84, 61, 78, 64, 8 million a year. That's what I'd give him. I don't know, man. I think that last this season it's going to probably add on an extra couple mil and someone yeah. will pay. They need a playmaking guy like him. You know, he, he could obviously 40 goals is I, I didn't think Johnny hockey would ever get to 40 goals and he proved it this year, but he did play with two other really good players. It's a fluke. It, it could be man. It could be, but I think someone will pay double digits for Johnny hockey. He has to get at least if he played, if he played, um, 1,204 games, he'd have 420 goals. <laughs> so uh, that's his current rate of point production. Uh, yeah, maybe Philadelphia does, but it doesn't seem like that's what they want to do right now because they're looking no. to rebuild in a way. Yeah, they're, they're in a weird spot too. If anything, his hometown jersey makes more sense because okay. they're, you know, they, they got some good young players. Obviously, Jack Hughes, I, I kind of think he's a, a bit overrated, but you know, you got him and Johnny Hockey on the same team together. And you know what? Honestly, man, I've been hearing rumors of the Devils making a push for Alex Debrinkhead as well. I should have brought this up earlier. but The Devils? Yes, I've been hearing a lot. Hearing that Davidson wants that first-round pick the Devils have. I, I believe it's a second overall pick. But I'm not sure why, because there's a lot of unknowns in this draft. Yeah. I, I heard next year was the draft. Like, there's right. going to be a lot of good players. But... That's that's a rumor I I've heard on um, social media and I've some articles I've read that I think that they really like Alex Debrinkat shooting mentality with a Jack Hughes playmaking mentality. 
Yeah. So who knows, man? It, it could be a very interesting summer. And then with Johnny Goudreau there too, you know, they'd You've be pretty dangerous stud. if they're yeah. playing, uh, you know, a team of Oompa Loompas or something. <laughs> yeah, the, the under six foot line. Yeah, yeah the under five foot ten line. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe five foot eight. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> All right. So um, Brandon Hagel is expected to play for the uh, for the Lightning game one. He's missed his third straight practice. He might have a, a lingering injury. He's a big piece of this team, man. Huge for them, especially with uh, Braden Point being out. You know, he he remains out and and is unlikely to play the first two games of this series, which is uh, which is huge. How do you see a you know, haggle coming in and kind of maybe trying to take over some of that slack that, or pick up a little bit of that slack that Braden point injury is, is leaving behind. Well, yeah, man, his speed, you know, we, we've seen him all season or half the season, even the the year before he, he's just a Swiss army knife, man. You could put him anywhere. He can, he'll, he'll, he can grit it. He can, you know, skill it up. He could do anything. He's fast. He's got a scoring touch, too. He had a really good year this year. And you know what? Tampa really saw a lot in him. And, hey, they're back-to-back Stanley Cup champs. They they gave us two first-round picks for him. So they're hoping this guy could uh, come in and, you know, be that top six guy maybe in the future or, f- or for right now, just uh, continue to be gritty guy, score some goals here and there. And my my thing is with this team, you got guys that are making under the $2 million, him haggle. Corey Perry, uh, Patrick Maroon. These these role guys are what get you wins in the playoffs. Right. And I I just feel like Tampa's the best at finding these guys. So I'm I'm hoping Hagel gets his ring, man. I mean, suffering in with the Blackhawks the last couple seasons, it's gotta suck, you know, and all yeah. this drama going on. It's like, hey, you go to a new team, high hopes, and you know, the the city around the city's buzzing. They love them the lightning they they absolutely love them their flags are all over the place right on the ocean it's awesome dude so i'm hoping he gets that win well good for him you got anything else for today man no man just uh getting ready to kick back make myself a drink and watch this game seven i hope i'm wrong about the rangers i'd like to see you know i like rod brendamore a lot i i'm hoping he can get this team over the hump and Something about Ranger fans, man. They just kind of bug me. You know, they think, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're a good team, yes, but they're not the only team in the NHL. So I feel like they're, it's like sometimes they play themselves, like, oh, the Rangers are right, right, right. Like, no, guys, there's, there's a lot of teams out there. It's okay to like compliment other teams. So I just, I just feel like they're very uh, one sided <laughs> when it comes to stuff. Oh, penalties are bad. Officiating's terrible. No, it's like you guys lost because uh, the other team's better. How about just admit it? Yeah, yeah. Go Canes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's kind of, I think that they're definitely ahead of schedule of of, of what they were. No doubt they're a good team. I give them a lot of credit. Annoy me. Yeah, I get you, man. Social media, especially. Social media, yeah. Yeah, Well, all right, everybody. That's all that we got for you tonight. We are going to, uh, we're going to watch this game tonight, see how that wraps up. And then we're going to have some some info from this Edmonton, Colorado series. They don't have any dates yet for the Eastern conference finals. I don't know why. I mean, the last game is today for sure. I don't see any, um, any yeah. dates for it yet. Well, though. does it determine home ice, right? Would it determine if the Rangers win would, uh, would Tampa be the higher seated team then? I believe Maybe so. that's the reason. I mean, it, I mean, 
should it really matter? I mean, they should at nah, least have the it, dates, uh, though, right? Yeah, unless there's like something going on in in the arenas where it's like, oh, oh shoot, we, you know, like the is there like a basketball like thing Disney going on ice on or, or something? Some stupid <laughs> Jurassic Park on ice, something, <laughs> you know. So who knows, man? Like you said, though, they'll, they'll figure it out probably tomorrow. They'll probably figure it out an hour after this game. Yeah. So. Well, all right, everybody, that's all that we got for you. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening, and you guys take it easy. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.